This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Sensky McKinney confirmed. Budget optimism. EPA nominees face grilling. Local foods bill introduced. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is finally starting to get some members of his team in place at USDA. The Senate yesterday evening confirmed Steve Sensky to be Deputy Secretary, Ted McKinney to become the department's first undersecretary for trade. Senate Agriculture Committee holding a confirmation hearing tomorrow for two more nominees, Bill Northey to be Undersecretary for Farm and Conservation Programs and Greg Ibaugh to be Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs. The four positions are critical both to advising Congress on the Farm Bill and carrying out the administration's agenda. Conaway optimistic on budget deal. Lawmakers today will be debating budget resolutions on both sides of the Capitol that clear the way for tax reform as well as for a new farm bill. The main goal of the measure is to allow the GOP to use the budget reconciliation process to pass task cuts without Democratic support. There was also a strong push by House conservatives at one point to use the budget process to cut welfare spending, including federal nutrition assistance, a possibility that could have complicated passage of the Farm Bill. A version of that the House will begin debating today would require the House Agriculture Committee to make $10 billion in cuts over 10 years. But the version that the Senate Budget Committee begins debating today contains no such instructions. And House Ag Chairman Mike Conaway tells AgriPulse he expects the final House-Senate deal to leave the Farm Bill unscathed. Conaway and his Senate counterpart, Pat Roberts, still face a huge challenge trying to satisfy a long list of spending demands using the existing funding baseline. Conaway notes that his committee has heard from 302 people so far during Farm Bill listing sessions around the country, and many of them asked for more spending. He said, we didn't have anybody wants cuts, and we only had one guy offer a pay-for on the new money he wanted. For more on the budget issue and the Farm Bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today. Biofuel policy likely to be focused at EPA hearing. President Trump's nominee to a key EPA office is likely to get some tough questions about EPA biofuel policy at his confirmation hearing today. The industry is worried that EPA is backpedaling on its support for the renewable fuel standard. Bill Wellrim, Trump's nominee to oversee EPA's Office of Air and Radiation, is one of four people nominated to as assistant administrative positions at EPA who would be the subject of today's hearing. The Senate committee has several members who represent major ethanol-producing states, including Joni Ernst, Republican of Iowa, Deb Fisher, Republican of Nebraska, and Tammy Duckworth, a Democrat of Illinois. Emily Score, CEO of Growth Energy and Ethanol Industry Group, says the Senate must ensure that Wellroom will implement the RFS, quote, in a manner that moves our nation forward on the progress we have made, end quote, since it was first enacted. EPA chemical nominee up to. Senate committee will also consider the nominations day of Michael Dorson to run the EPA office that regulates pesticides. Environmental groups and consumer advocates are critical of Dorson because of evaluations he's done for industry on the safety of food chemicals. The Center for Science and the Public Interest, for example, faults Dorson for the review he did of acrylamide, a carcinogen that occurs naturally in various fried foods and other products. CropLife America argues that Dorson is a perfect fit for the office because of his past experience with EPA and his work as a toxicologist. He's currently a professor at the University of Cincinnati Medical School. 
local foods bill being introduced. Legislation to promote the continued growth of local and regional food production is being introduced in both the House and the Senate. The sponsors, Senator Sherrod Brown, Democrat of Ohio, and Representative Shelley Pingree, Democrat of Maine, hope to get the provisions included in the next Farm Bill. Their Local Food and Regional Markets Supply Farms Act would continue or expand to a series of existing programs, including ones that help farmers and promote the growth of farmers' markets. The Senior Farmers Market Program would be expanded to provide assistance to low-income military veterans. Farmers Lose Irrigation Case Kalmuth Basin farmers in Southern Oregon and Northern California aren't entitled to compensation for Kalmuth project water that was withheld from them, according to a federal claims court judge. Judge Marion Blank Horn said the Bureau of Reclamation's termination of water deliveries to the Kalmuth irrigators in order to reserve water for the Hoopa Valley and York tribes and for endangered fish species did not amount to compensable taking of their property. The farmers estimated the value of the water at about $28.5 million. In her decision, Horn recognized that many of the plaintiffs were severely and negatively impacted by the government's action. Industry seeks Trump help on GIs. Farm and food industry groups are appealing to President Trump to intervene in efforts by the European Union to get Mexico and Japan and South American Mercosur nations to restrict the use of food names such as Parmesan and Bologna. Mexico and Japan are finalizing negotiations with the EU and comment periods close early this month. In a letter to President Trump, industry groups say... If the U.S. government firmly expresses its concern now to Mexico and Japan regarding the importance of safeguarding common names and terms for all to use, both nations might be more inclined to take the right and just steps in these discussions. The Mercosur nations, Argentina, Brazil, Paraguay, and Uruguay, are likely to open similar talks with the EU, and the U.S. industry wants to head off the EU's effort to restrict geopolitical indications, GIs, with those countries as well. California Poultry Alarm by Solar Panel Case The California Poultry Federation is urging the Trump administration not to impose anti-dumping duties on Chinese-made solar panels. The California Poultry Federation told the International Trade Commission that the duties could raise energy costs while making it harder to comply with California's renewable energy mandates and carbon dioxide limits. The ITC held a hearing on the issue yesterday. The proposed tariffs and minimum prices would double the cost of imported solar cells, modules used in farming operations, according to the groups. Here's today's They Said It. Love's not a common or unusual name of an ingredient. That was the FDA in a warning letter to Neshoba Brook Bakery of Concord, Massachusetts. The letter cited the company for sanitary violations and accused the company of misbranding its granola bars. One of the reasons that FDA says the product is mislabeled is because it includes love as an ingredient. FDA told the company that love is considered to be intervening material because it's not a part of the common or unusual name of the ingredient. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.